0: You're listening to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast, the only show 100% dedicated to highlighting women in all areas of the pet industry. I'm your host, Tori Mystic, and today I am bringing you another fresh solo episode. Next week, I will have a great interview with a woman in the pet industry for you to be inspired by and learn from, but today you are stuck with me. (laughs) And today's podcast topic is about long-form content and why I think you should prioritize it and maybe even make it a big part of your marketing strategy, maybe even overshadow short-form content. (laughs) I was inspired to do this because of a, a challenge that I gave myself for the month of June, I've had a goal for a long time, for maybe a year, over over a year maybe, to hit 50,000 sessions on my blog per month. And the reason why I want 50,000 is that is the threshold to join Mediavine, which is an ad network that a lot of top bloggers belong to, and it's a great way to monetize and make more revenue from my blog and the traffic that comes to it. So I've had this goal for a very long time, but I know in order to reach that goal, I need to blog more. And for some reason, the the weeks were going by, the months were going by, the years were going by, and I haven't been blogging as much as I would like to. And I have so many ideas, and I know that I have so many ideas for things that aren't just designed to bring me traffic, but that are actually going to help people out there. And I just can't get over this idea that it's kind of selfish to not share these things if they can impact someone in a positive way. So I created a challenge for myself and I roped in a few of my pet blogging friends to be accountability buddies for me and every day in June, every weekday, I should say, I am publishing a blog post. And I haven't decided yet if on Wednesday when this podcast episode comes out, if the show notes are going to count for the blog post, but I kind of think they're not going to count. I think I should double down on Wednesdays because the podcast is going to come out no matter what. But this whole challenge is to kind of motivate me to publish fresh new blog posts. Every day, uh, every weekday in June, and that means 22 new blog posts. So I think I'm actually going to kind of push myself and challenge myself. And even on Wednesdays, I am going to publish a new blog post separate from the podcast show notes. And Sort of the, Some of the reasons behind this are, one, I know that if I post more stuff, I'm going to get more traffic, and it's going to help me reach my goals, and maybe one day I will be lucky enough to join Mediavine, and then I'll probably join, and I'll probably be disappointed. <laughs> it's probably going to be anticlimactic, but we'll worry about that when it happens. Um, so that's one goal. Another goal, just personally, is to overcome perfectionism and procrastination. I don't know about you, but sometimes it takes me all day long or all week long to publish a blog post. Um, Or in my case, I'm discovering that I have drafts of things that I wrote a long time ago that I never published. They're just collecting dust on the back end of my blog. And that procrastination and that perfectionism of not wanting to share it until it's perfect it's really getting in my way. It's getting in my way of growing my traffic and it's getting in the way of helping pet parents and petpreneurs out there because my blog sort of covers both audiences. So I created this challenge for myself and you're more than welcome to do it alongside me. Let me know if you you join in or if you're really serious and you want to be part of our accountability group, I'd be happy to add you. Um, But yeah, so I've just been thinking about long form content lately and whenever I have an idea for a podcast, for a solo podcast episode like this one that you're listening to right now, I often go into Apple Podcasts and I search for the topic um, and, and the keywords that I'm thinking about recording on just to see what other people are saying on the topic. And so I did that earlier in the week. And I listened to an episode from Pat Flynn. He is the creator of Smart Passive Income. And he's got a lot of really great ideas. And he is so connected with all the movers and shakers in the online commerce world. Uh, And so Pat had a great solo episode of his own show talking about why short form content is a waste of your time. And he had a lot of um, reasons and um, stories to support that and some great metaphors as well. Uh, and of course, since you know it's me and if you've been part of my world for a long time, I'm not going to tell you that short-form content is dead. Instead, I'm going to take the positive approach, which I love to do, and I'm going to tell you why long-form content is the place to be. I always got to take the positive viewpoint on anything. <laughs> And speaking of long form content, after you listen to this episode, I know you're going to want to go out there and create long YouTube videos. You're going to want to write some long blog posts, maybe do some podcast interviews. And I want to tell you that the best way to drive traffic to all of those things other than SEO is Pinterest. Pinterest is the only quote unquote social network that actually links out to your site generously. So I know on Instagram, you can put your link in your bio. On TikTok, you can put your link in your bio. um, But on TikTok, like they don't let you do it till you have a thousand followers, I think. And on Instagram, man, oh man, oh man, they do not like people linking out of Instagram. They will do anything they can to keep you in their app and I think it's because that company is run by a bunch of insecure little boys (laughs) and over at Pinterest we got a bunch of badass women running the show and they're like yeah share the love go to your site Um, Pinterest is all about helping people find things to do make and buy that's their mission and they're really supportive of creators and businesses and their whole goal is for you to discover pins and click on them and go to people's websites That is not the goal on TikTok or Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or LinkedIn or whatever. Um, So I really encourage you to explore Pinterest as you're getting into your long-form content. And if you want to learn more, as a matter of fact, this month in June in Wear, Wag, Repeat Society, our theme is driving traffic with Pinterest. I've done this lesson before. I've taught workshops and three-day challenges on this before. And it's always so well-received. People are so inspired. They love doing it because Pinterest, the other thing about Pinterest is it's all about positivity. They actually prioritize positive, helpful content rather than like fear-mongering content. So I think it's just, it's a vibe, you guys. And Pinterest is just very supportive of us as women business owners and creators and so I love creating content there because it in turn leads more people to discover me and discover my website and sign up for my email list and become paying customers of mine as well. So if you want all of those things, I encourage you to join Wear Repeat Society this month. Not only will you gain access to this special June lesson about Pinterest that's going live this month, but you'll also access, I think it's like 28 months or 29 months now of archive content worth, over $1,500, you're also going to get access to the amazing community of women that we have in the membership. We get together virtually a few times a month and those Zoom calls are the highlight of my month. And I think other people would say the same thing as well. Whether we're talking business or just talking about our lives, it's really great to feel like you're not alone in this journey, just to have someone else to bounce ideas off of um, and people to tell you whether what you're struggling with or what you're brainstorming about is a good idea or not a good idea. Um, and it's just, it's such a great community, such, such great input, not just from me, but from all of our members. So if you're interested, um, reach out to me or go to wherewagrepeat.com society. You will find all the information you need to join the monthly membership and learn about Pinterest and start driving traffic to all this great long form content you're going to be creating. So in this episode, I want to give you some arguments, I guess, against short form content, or just kind of like spitting facts, I guess, about short form content. And then I want to give you some really good reasons about why I am prioritizing long form content, and I think you should too. So first up, let's talk about short form content. Basically, that's your your reels, your TikToks, YouTube Shorts. All these kind of things, right? Uh, and and they're really great, and I think they're so tempting, and um, I just yeah, tempting, I guess, because there's this promise that you could go viral oh, I just wish I could go viral. In fact, there's a trending audio on TikTok that I hear all the time that makes me want to like pull my hair out when I hear it because the audio is a a woman saying, all I really need in life is for this one TikTok to go viral and then everything's gonna work out for me. And I just want to pull my hair out and grab this woman by the hand and show her that that's not... You don't have to do that. You can't just hope and pray that something's going to go viral because guess what? Sometimes stuff does go viral and it does diddly squat for you. I've had videos go viral. I have videos with 6 million views, 100,000 views, etc, etc. And those videos resulted in a couple hundred new followers, which is not very much. Um, Maybe a handful of people joined my email list and absolutely zero dollars. Now, there are a lot of business owners out there who you might see on social media who say, I went viral one day and that changed my life. But girlfriend, I got to tell you, that is the minority. It is just a few people that that happens to. And it's not really a marketing strategy to hope to go viral. So instead, I want to empower you to take control of your situation, (laughs) of your marketing, And be smart about it. Let's not just create videos that we hope are going to go viral. Let's actually use the tools that are right at our fingertips, that are free to do search engine optimization, to write some long, helpful blog posts that are going to really get pet parents or whoever your audience is really hooked in to you and your expertise, and it's going to turn them into super fans watching a bunch of short little reels is not really going to turn people into super fans and that's part of what pat was talking about on his podcast episode which i'll link to in the show notes for this in case you want to go listen to just another another perspective on this topic so another thing about short form content is that it's very time consuming for not a whole lot of reward. So I think that coming up with all the ideas and then actually filming the things, I'm I'm talking about short form videos specifically, coming up with the ideas, you've got to come up with a fresh idea like for everything. Whereas with long form content, you come up with that idea and you can write a really long thing that then lives on the internet forever. With some of these short videos, you have to be so creative and that thing has such a short shelf life. I know people get really excited and they're like, reels have a three week shelf life. But guess what? I have blog posts and I have YouTube videos that have a five, six, seven year shelf life and they're still getting views today. Some of my most popular blog posts, especially the one about like a DIY busy box, if you've ever seen that one, I published that during lockdown in the pandemic and it is month after month my number one most traffic blog post. It gets tons of views every single day, and I published that years ago. Now maybe people uh, have seen those videos on my Instagram as well, but it's really it doesn't really compare to them coming to my blog, maybe joining my email list, clicking on some affiliate links, and just becoming more familiar with me as a creator and as a dog mom and as a person that they can trust. So. I hope that I'm making a compelling case so far about short form versus long form. Uh, A couple other benefits I wanna get into now about long form content. So I mentioned that it can help build trust. And that is because when you are taking the time to really thoroughly explain something, it's gonna build a lot more trust. Sometimes I see a reel or a TikTok or something and someone says something and I'm like, oh, that's really smart, but I look at their account And there's like no other videos on it. The video that I saw left me with a lot of questions. They want me to click through to their website. All these things. And it's just like so many barriers. And it makes it so difficult. And I end up not taking any action, not doing anything. Whereas if I'm listening to someone on a podcast, I might go to their website, I might take notes, um, or if I'm watching their YouTube video, I'm gonna come back for more YouTube videos because they have that like extended time frame where they can really go in depth. They can really let me know that they are an expert on whatever topic it is that they're talking about, and it really makes me, you know, admire them and view them in a different light than if they had shared it in a reel with just. A couple text bubbles popping up on the screen. So that's a really good reason why long-form content is great at building relationships. I don't know about you, but I don't really just want followers. I want relationships with my audience. In fact, right now I'm staring at my whiteboard in my little podcasting closet. Clothus? Wasn't that a word we were using? Clothus? I'm looking at a whiteboard right now with my 2023 themes of the year. I have three of them. And the top one is profound connections. And I am sticking true to that all year long. I really want to form deep connections with people. I don't really want, I mean, I do, (laughs) I do want a whole lot of followers. But what I'm trying to say is that my 40,000 followers on Instagram doesn't really do as much for me as the 60 or 70 people in Wear Wagger Pete Society, or as the three people that I'm in a mastermind with, or the four people who were in my course creator mastermind. I Find it to be so much more rewarding and impactful for me and for them when we have these smaller groups and and we're forming these more profound connections. So I would rather have fewer people. Um, I'm talking, you know I have like fifteen to seventeen thousand sessions on my website every month. Compare that to the forty thousand people who follow me on Instagram. I feel like the people who are reading my blog get to know me more. They get to see things that are in depth. I can share several ideas on one page. And it's just creating a much deeper relationship. And certainly for this podcast and any podcast out there, if you are going to spend 15 or 20 or 30 minutes listening to me talk about something, (laughs) we are forming a relationship with each other whether you like it or not. You're really getting to know me. I wish I could get to know you in the same way, but not everybody has a podcast and I don't don't have time to listen to everybody's podcasts. But the thing is, sharing long-form content like podcasts, YouTube videos, and blog posts, they're an amazing way to just get that deeper connection with your audience. Now, of course, we can't talk about long-form content without addressing the search engine optimization benefits. we, we were talking in Wherewag Repeat Society recently on one of our group calls. Everyone brings such unique expertise to those calls. So we often have really cool conversations. But we were talking about uh, TikTok videos and how they were coming up in Google search now, which is pretty cool. Um, but <laughs> you really can't compete with doing some good old classic search engine optimization on blog posts on your blog. It's a great way to get new people to discover your site, to click over to you and to drive organic traffic to your website. And it kind of happens on autopilot. Like I was saying, I have blog posts from years ago that continue to get traffic. I don't have to create a new post on Facebook every day saying, hey, go check out this blog post. In fact, that's not going to do anything for me because Facebook doesn't want people to check out my blog post. (laughs) Instead, I just did search engine optimization. I used the right keywords. I used great images. I explained myself thoroughly and clearly. That's all part of search engine optimization and therefore the search engine gods reward me by sending me traffic every single day. On top of that, there is also opportunities to monetize your long-form content. Uh, I mentioned that I really want to get my page views and my sessions up so that I can join the Mediavine ad network and make additional revenue from my website traffic, but YouTube is also a great place where you can monetize your account. You do need 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 watch hours. I think, I think that's in the last year, perhaps. Uh, and I'm working towards that myself. Um, this month is all about writing blog posts, so maybe next month it'll be about some more long, t- long-form YouTube videos. I can't do everything all at once, but yeah, monetizing your content is a lot easier, I think, with long-form content that with, than with short-form content. I mean, we're seeing the the Reels bonus is over; that's gone on Instagram, right? Uh, and then the creator marketplace or the creator fund whatever it was called on TikTok is kind of a joke. I I've been in the creator fund for a long time and I think I've made about $3.97. <laughs> so, it's not really making a big impact for me. I would rather focus on longer form content that's going to have a much longer shelf life like years rather than weeks or even months, even though, you know, it's nice to get a few months out of a reel maybe if you can. But with a blog post or YouTube video, that will serve you for years. I'd rather put my effort into that and then that way I can keep making money off it over time. So these are just some examples that I wanted to share with you in this episode to kind of convince you to give long form content a try. If you're feeling a little bit burnt out by creating reels and TikToks and um, trying to just keep up with stuff and you're just exhausted by it all, maybe channel some of that energy into writing a long blog post uh, and just put it out there. I think it's very therapeutic to write long pieces of text, even if you're not a writer. Um, It's just great to get your ideas out there in the world. And if you write a really helpful blog post with like FAQs that you often get from your audience, you can then use that as something that saves you time so that whenever people reach out to you with a question about something, you can send them that blog post. I just did that the other day. Someone messaged me on Instagram and asked me where are some good off-leash Hiking trails in Pittsburgh. And I said, you know what? Here's a blog post where I list off leash and um, on leash trails and different. Dog parks and all kind of stuff around Pittsburgh. Instead of taking the time to write everything out, I just copy and pasted the link and sent it to her. And then she went to my website. I got a little more traffic, and she got to know me better. And maybe even shared that blog post with some other people because it was so helpful. So think about the long form content that you could write that would really be helpful to people. That's let's bring it back to what I was saying at the very beginning of this episode is that if you're not sharing thorough helpful stuff, you're kind of robbing your audience of your amazing expertise and knowledge. Now, of course, there's a balance of, you know, I don't want to tell them everything cuz what are they going to pay for if I tell them everything for free? So of course, there's a balance there that you have to think about and that's going to be unique to you. But I think putting out a little bit of content that's super thorough and super helpful and long, I'm talking, I just wrote a blog post the other day that was over 3,000 words and it was very, very helpful about canine enrichment. Someone someone just already saw it was already asking me about it today. So, um, writing those kind of long, helpful things can really make an impact with pet parents, uh, and it's really going to help people recognize you as an expert, get to know you better, and ultimately, you know, it's going to grow your business a lot more, um, than, than I think just creating a bunch of, like, short form a la carte content. So, That's my thoughts for today. I think I'm going to wrap up this episode before I just rant and rave for too long. But if you want to discuss this more, if you have any thoughts, if you want to be part of my insane blogging challenge to publish a blog post every single day in June, please reach out to me. And if you're not already a member of Wear Wag Repeat Society, The June theme is Pinterest, which is perfect if you're going to be writing some long form content because Pinterest is the platform to be on if you want to drive traffic to your website. And traffic to your website means more people discovering your business means more revenue. So Pinterest basically equals money in your pocket. <laughs> so come learn about how to do it correctly in Wear Wag Repeat Society this month. You can join at wearwagrepeat.com society. It has been such a joy talking to you all today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please let me know or consider writing a review in Apple Podcasts. Your five-star rating and review always makes my day. I love seeing those pop up and they really do help grow the show and expose it to more people. And as we know, we need more people to listen because there's lots of valuable information on these 30 minute long episodes. So let's get the word out there. I really appreciate you being part of the community and and supporting me and supporting all things where wag, repeat. Don't forget to tune in next Wednesday. I will have an interview with an amazing pet photographer who has a very unique niche that I think you're going to be interested to learn about. And she gets really um, transparent and, and kind of bears her soul to us in this interview. So you don't want to miss that. That is coming out next week. I'll talk to you then.